GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, wherever podcasts are available. Hard on. He had a stiff dick. Hey guys, it's Malls slash this old lady from a documentary called Stevie about a child molester. It's really good. It's by the guy who did Hoop Dreams. You should rent it. That's just something I'm advising to you in our very first episode of the new year, which I'm really excited about. Really excited. I did it, you guys, this whole year. I made it. It was like kind of fun and different for me. I moved. Wags is going on mature dog food this year. Like a lot is going on. Like totally loving life. Watching a lot of really good TV. Pretty Little Liars. Like the Christmas episode really, it was not good. But we've moved on into the new year. New episode, kind of good. It was kind of good. So they're coming back for me, which is great because I need that. I'm not going to find a lot of like new shows. Um, I do watch Dateline though. Do you watch it on Discovery ID? All the time. We watch it on Discovery ID, OWN, and NBC, obviously. And then we do it on Sunday for like 12 hours. We'll do it. You put it on and you just don't turn it off. That's what I do. It's so good. And I'm not scared of it because I feel like none of the murders really like – I don't believe they're real because the format of the show is so like storybookish, you know, that I'm just like – I don't know those randoms. Like, that's sad that happened to, like, it's crazy he poisoned her. Did you ever uh, watch Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. That, that show was, was scary. Like, that show was too real. Yeah. Yeah. I had nightmares as a child from that show. You guys, you're hearing the voice also of our guest, Ariana Maddox. Of course, you were just hearing Christina Lopez, our producer. <laughs> you're not hearing Chrissy, the front term, because she showed up. Well, she hasn't shown up. So <laughs> congratulations to Chrissy. She's a ghost. Really earning that title of what? Associate producer? No, assistant, assistant, producer, producer. assistant producer? We were considering bumping her up to associate. Oh, in the new year. But yeah. oh, maybe Chrissy, we have to have a little bit of a come to Jesus when you get here. Actually, about our podcast responsibilities. Um, because we mentioned in the last episode that Chrissy has a full time job now. Yeah. Someone tweeted at us. It's like, hey, do you guys need a new friend turn? Oh, um, 
Oh, sh- Christina, I can't believe you took it there on the air. That's something maybe we would whisper in like a car ride or something. I can't believe you just told me that. Yeah, she That's needs to That's really fucking good. Christina Lopez is not to be fucked with. Like this bitch does scare the shit out of me. Like sometimes she'll tell me what will and will not come out of my own mouth. And I'm like, I will murder you. Like, shut up. But like, I'm also like, she's right. And also she'll just edit it out of the show. <laughs> And well, I'll, like, yeah, have to she fight has with the her, power. And then she'll be like, fine. And then I'll be like, Christina, don't be mad at me. And then, like, it'll be that. And so, because, like, I love our dynamic, though. You know? She's yeah. a voice of reason. Christina really <laughs> She really it. reigns in it. She's a, she's always been a mom to me, in a way. So I love Christina. Uh, but Dateline, fun fact my apartment was on Dateline once. I know. Yeah. And what was it? Like a kidnapping? No, it, it was, was a murder. Like, was but murder. was like just a suspect here? Like the murder didn't happen. No, in it the happened building. here. Oh, I oh. possibly blended my yeah. datelines. Yeah, uh, and the way that I found out was because <laughs> um, my parents called me and and they had just seen the episode and it was before it aired here on West Coast Time and they were like, uh, "Your apartment complex was on Dateline." Yeah. So it wasn't like, to catch a predator stuff. No, no, there's no predators. Just a murder. Oh. Boring. Yeah. Well, I probably just smacked my drink into the thing. I want to start the new year with a little new segment that I want to call questions, open questions. We're going to work on the title. The title's working. But basically, I want to ask you a question and then you guys respond to us via social. And it's just like a question. It's going to be like a moral dilemma or a scenario or something every week. And you just let us know what your advice would be or your response is in the situation. The people's court. And this first question is going to be, is it racist to send your Korean friend blurry pictures of a sushi menu and ask him to translate it for you? Is that racist? Please get back to us on our social. Can, an- can I answer that? Is like, yes, yes, yes. That is racist. That's, yeah. Please. Because it, I don't know if that that you're racist. Because I did that tonight. <laughs> I did. That's when I was like, "Hey, Christina, we should have a new segment." And I was like giggling, like texting my friend these things. Anyway. This all came up because I found Instagram.com slash Asian who does actually not have that many followers. But Is she's it Asian a, like a, like the normal way or like Asian? Just Asian, like Asian the normal way. Oh, okay. And like she's like a really cool Asian girl. I think possibly a lesbian. She has a bird and a cool I haircut. I like a possible lesbian. Possible lesbian with a cool. And like I just thought that was cool to have that username for her. So. Is it racist? Well, she's that if Asian. she has a cool haircut, <laughs> she's possibly a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, where, where does the possible lesbian come from? Um, cool. Some videos she posted. Is she like some videos know. she posted? It like there's some mannerisms in the mix. I'm saying, <laughs> what? What is what? A- I've seen Chris Crocker videos on the internet today too. Like I know I'm telling you what's up. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like is I give wrong? a lot of a lot of lesbian mannerisms. I get every one of my family oh, calls me do. a lesbian. All of my Ed is like, hey lesbian. Even my boyfriend will see me and be like, what's up, Lesbo? I get it from everyone. Yeah. It's I've totally had people fun. make fun of the way I dress and decided to start calling it lesbian chic. Girl, it's because you're chill. 
That's why. Or I might be a lesbian. Or you might be a little bit of a lesbian. Well, the world so may I, never know. That's a please advise exclusive, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you guys, it's Ariana from my favorite fucking show, Vanderpump Rules, which I have been told I talk about every week on the show. I talked about the Pump podcast last three weeks in a row. Christina Lopez doesn't watch the show, which I think is kind of oh, cool. Sorry. A little bit of a diversity moment. Because I'm a super fan. I'm going to no, get up and fine. leave. Christina's because... mother, Diana, who I respect more than everyone. Uh, fucking lives for it. She yeah. lives for lives, it. And lives she and has breathes. a crush on Jax. Is that right? She's just very interested okay. in his activities okay. on the show. My mom thinks you're the coolest, by the way. Thanks. She does. And she said I've that. I've seen. Your mom is really fucking cool. So. Thanks, girl. She said that you remind her of me, which uh. is a very big compliment i consider that a huge compliment girl i consider it a huge compliment like i was like mom really and she was like yes and i was like mom i met her she was like no way she loves you guys and someone who was i with that like is like tom sandoval i live for him who was it me a lot of people you you guys are so happy can we address that (laughs) it's ridiculous someone asked me today if you guys were broken up and i was like Look at like the world. No, they're around. Before I left, uh, I was at his apartment before I came here, and he because like because you don't live in that cat. apartment. No, I live in Silver Lake. No, not that apartment. Not hashtag not my apartment. Not your apartment. I love I've that. So how many times? <laughs> so he patted me on the butt on my way out the door. So then I decided that I should like pat him back. Which turned into the two of us standing next to each other doing a pat back and forth for maybe like two minutes before we looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck are we doing right now? I have to go. You got to be weird. Like that's a very important part of being in love. I'm going to read you a bunch of questions, okay, that just have come in. These things have come my way. Okay. So I heard a little rumor that in the end of season two last year, when Kristen admitted to cheating on Jax, or cheating on Tom with Jax, that Stassi actually slapped Kristen because Kristen said that Jax gave Stassi herpes. Is that true? I wasn't there. You weren't there? No. Do you, did you hear anything about the herpes rumor? I mean, we all joke about things like that. Of course, okay. we like to give Jax okay. a hard time, but I don't know that for sure because I don't really like, you know, keep up with Jax's doctor's J- appointments or You're his not, dick health. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not up on that information. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that if I worked at Sir, I every day I'd be like, "So Jax has that dick health?" Like I don't. I would never get with Jax, but I'd just be like constantly curious. Yeah, like, like can I we don't... just go today for fun to the STD clinic? <laughs> go for fun. For fun for me. Because um, that would be fun. Okay. STD clinics, I think, are probably a load of laughs <laughs> all around. Um, Talk about a load. Yeah. <laughs> loads. <laughs> loads and loads. Okay, so this is something I wrote last night. Very late at night, I wrote, if you had to pick someone from the cast besides Tom or Sheena to spit in your mouth, who would you pick and why? Uh, Katie Maloney. 
Why? Because I believe she has really great oral hygiene. Mm-hmm. She smells good all good. the time. What does she wear? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. She'll probably be like, yes, she'll you do. And she'll remind me and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. But no, she smells good. I think she has great oral hygiene and she's pretty. So if not Tom or Sheena, okay, Katie Maloney can spit in my mouth for sure. Okay, um, do you think James is gay? No, I think he's just weird. I don't know. He is like Amy from Little Women. Like, he is Kirsten (laughs) Dunst in Little Women. I mean, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time with that guy. So maybe, I mean, I could research that for you if you want. Maybe, like, you know, set up some sort of gay trap. Okay. And we'll see what happens. It'll um, be like to catch a predator with not Ed Hansen, but Chris Hansen. <laughs> I know. I love that. You guys, earlier she thought it was Ed Hansen from To Catch a Predator, which I thought was the awesomest because that's my BFF's name. Um, okay, so wait. Oh, yeah, we saw your brother last week. What's his deal? Yeah, yeah what's my your brother? My brother, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. He's 22, same age as James. Isn't that weird? Yes. Um, because he, he looks like a, he, your brother looks like a fully formed human being. <laughs> and James looks Which like a little bit of a... Which is weird for me, though, because yeah, I constantly picture him as a 10-year-old little league player. Yeah. Who calls me sissy and, mm. you know, he's the cutest. Where'd you guys grow up? Florida. Okay. Where Space in Florida? Coast. Melbourne. Okay, I don't know where that is. He lives in Tampa now. Okay. And so when we were going to... He actually flew out with my mom for my birthday as a surprise. Mm. And then about two weeks later, when we were in Miami for the bachelorette party, that was also a surprise that outside of the hotel when we got there was, hey, my brother. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was fucking Are you awesome. guys really close? Yeah. Love that. Yeah, he's cool. He's what cool does he dude. do? Um, he is actually a really, ta- he's always been really artistically talented. I think he's been trying to figure out, like, a way to work a nine-to-five and then also pursue creative endeavors. But he just started getting more into photography. He's young. He'll figure it out. He's really good, so. Yeah. I want him to do more of that shit and then fucking move out here. I feel like you are artistic people. Like, I feel like I can totally see that for your family. Are your parents artistic? I think my parents are just... uh open-minded and always have appreciated the arts and culture Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So they've kind of instilled that. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad is a really good piano player. Uh, My mom is very creative in the kitchen and very talented in the kitchen. So I think it comes out in different ways. That's cool, girl. I see that for you. I love that your mom is good in the kitchen. Is she like a baker or chef? Oh, a chef. Okay. But she... Bakes, bakes as well, but Baking's she prefers because baking is more like by the book, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she prefers to be able to mix it up. You can throw some fun nuts in a banana bread. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm about to do that tomorrow. My bananas are ready. Living on the edge. Do you make banana bread? I haven't in a long time. It's so good. Are you gluten free? No, fuck that. Oh yeah, that's right. I've seen you eat pizza. You're not gluten free, but I I'm make not anything banana free. bread. And it's so good, but, like, I think the gluten-freeness makes it more, like, moist. Yeah, because there's less of that. It's the bomb. 
Um, okay. Okay. So I know when you guys do like your confessional things that you're not fed lines by the producers per se, but you guys speak in like these written sound bites at certain times. Do you work with the producers to like come to those or do you write them? Okay. So yeah. So what it'll be is like, um, uh, subject. We don't see any of the stuff. Mm -hmm. It's basically just going off of your own memory of the situation okay. and how you felt about it. And right. they might remind you of something that you said in that moment that you might not remember. Right. Um, and then, you know, you talk about it and they'll maybe like suggest like, well, what about, you know, since you said this, would you want to? And then we just condense it basically. Okay. And so... You know, I usually spend a lot of my time in those things laughing. Like, I'm crying laughing at what me and our producer are saying back and forth to each other. Right, right. Like, when we did that feral cat thing, what you see is me, like, in the interview being like, oh, it's like this on the outside of the carrier. Oh, and I right, put my right, arms right. out. But legit, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we sat there for, like, five minutes and just making, like, cat noises. <laughs> And like hissing and me talking about cat pee. It was a lot. It was pretty funny. I love that. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, I mean, it's good. Like most of the time I don't notice it. But during the boat scene last week, it was like, dear diary. Like everyone yeah. had such a thought. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Um, okay, wait. Um, who has B.O. on the cast? Well, sometimes I do. I'm sure. Oh, I'd if someone that like too. really like, yeah, got into days. my pits after I was like working out, you know, that's not going to be good, right? Um, <laughs> so diplomatic. Honestly, I mean, if you look at everybody, dude, Jax is—he's a hulk of a man. You know, so. he's a hog this season. Like he's yeah. and I used to say <laughs> that like not like a physical like you know, animal. Like, I mean, like, he's just round. I don't like, think anybody really, like, smells bad, like, when you're in <laughs> a normal situation. I think if you got really up close, right. everyone's, like, personal smell is different. I think Jax's personal smell might be a little bit more, um, I don't know, uh, boy-ish. Well, Christina Musky. Kelly said that Kristen smelled like coffee and cigarettes. I don't get that closer. You don't get that close. Okay, that's good but to I know. But I think that that's, there's been multiple people who have said things of that nature, so I'm sure that You're that sure, like, has yeah, some truth things to get, it. Okay, totally. That's a very diplomatic answer. Now, Christina, do you know who Christina <laughs> is? I have no idea, but she's, okay, mentioned in, so, she's mentioned in one of the emails that we got from, okay. that were pertain to you. Oh. So just brief summary for, for those at home, or if you don't mind, I will. Uh, just basically... Kristen was dating Tom, who's now Ariana's boyfriend, for six years. Oh, actually, we figured this out. It was four years. Oh, four years. Tom, last night, I, we were talking about something, and oh, it got this the, word, this, the number six gets thrown around all the time, and we were kind of like, I don't was it? And he was like, let me figure this out. And he was like, fuck that shit. It was not six years. Oh, shit. Breakup inflation. Yeah. For sure. Breakup. Like, it's because you always say it. You're like, we were together for like two years and it was like six months. Yeah. He was like, it's something, <laughs> something in the ballpark of four to five. Yeah. Not, definitely not six. So anyways, but yes, continue. Um, 
Oh, wait, what was I asking you? Oh. <laughs> you were explaining, you were explaining oh, the oh, dynamic. So Kristen, okay, so Kristen was with Tom for like four years. And like it just was not good. And it hadn't been good for a while. And like things were just, just not good. Like he had cheated. She's like kind of just like so did to she. begin with. She had there was a lot, begin of, with. lot of all of that. Oh, Infidelities. Hi, Hi Nick. Nick the roommate is here. Hey, Nick the roommate. On your way out to the gym. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's up? Are you heading what's up? Is that a cat carrier or a gym thing? Two cats here. Are you kidding? Yeah, they're both dead, but No, yeah. stop. Yeah. Okay. They look really bag. lightweight, too. Well, I don't know. There's a breathable hole in it. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't like know. Like when your gym clothes smell, you know? Right? He's airing it out. Sorry. I thought you were taking cats on a plane. Bye. <laughs> That's Nick the roommate. That's Nick yeah. He's part of my Howard Stern gang. Um, okay, so which by the way, oh, there's the funniest clip. Do you ever listen to it? No. Howard Stern. Okay, well anyway, there's this clip of I'll have Christina post it. It's Beetlejuice on um high pitch. What's his name? High pitch Eric's back going like, oh, you scared, you scared. And he's like <laughs> pinching his man tits. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's the wildest thing I've ever seen. Um, okay. Oh, I have more questions. Oh, wait. Did I finish my story or Nick? Oh. No, Kristen. Okay. So <laughs> things went awry with Kristen, basically. Okay. And um, then Ariana, no, she, then she transferred from Villa Blanca to Sir, but Tom and Ariana worked at Villa Blanca together and had like a rapport slash flirtation slash we come to find out later, like a little rendezvous in the Golden Nugget hot tub, I believe. It was the pool. It was the pool. It was okay. a kiss. It was a kiss. It was pretty fucking awkward and innocent, no, like, like, to yeah. be honest. It, while he was dating Kristen? It was no one thought it was a HJ and I the feel like I'm pool. so out of the loop. Yeah, no. <laughs> All these people. Uh, the thing is, is everyone wants to wants to speculate and make it into something so much larger. You were so over. Like I don't. Care. My life like, is, is not that exciting. Like that I had some sort of like <laughs> ongoing affair with my coworker slash friend. I watch Dateline as well, you know. But anyway, I sit around and watch Netflix. But yes, anyway. So, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, hon. No, I cut just it. I just remembered what I was doing. So, we <laughs> So, you um made out with him once, whatever. So, Kristen, you guys always denied it. Kristen had a deep suspicion that they were hooking up. She came to work at Sir. Kristen flipped her shit, like went to Lisa, like gave her an ultimatum and was like, she can't work here anymore or like, I don't work here anymore. And Lisa was like, get back to work, you fucking idiot. So like they all just like continued to work there and fight and um, be accused. And then it came to it came to light that like Kristen cheated in a major way. We'll just say that to spare the whole side drama. But anyway, like, point is, is that they wound up breaking up and then Tom and Ariana are now together. But Kristen hates Ariana and, like, doesn't want – she wants Tom to be happy but not with Ariana. Ariana, that's what she says. It's about to get real, real it's on the dark. show, too. Yeah. Well, can I say, just from what I saw from the little – next week, if that – I think that conversation needed to happen. Like, a like – she needed that totally cathartic well, you'll, moment. You'll see what Tom says about it too, and of course he will also write a blog. Yeah. And 
you know, oh, we got a TV. we got a question about your blog too. So oh, I um, love my blog. Sometimes we were like, "You're such a bitch in your blogs." I'm like, "Yeah, I get fucking heated, man," and I'm like typing away. Yeah. Yeah, they got that Housewives effect on you. Like, Jill Zarin used to go, like, fucking nuts in her blogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there another Bravo person that you're, like, like maybe can't stand? I don't really watch any Bravo shows. I'm going based off of, like, personal experience. I'll go ahead and say Brainy Glanville. Really? Because I was going to say, like, do you care for Brandy Glanville? That's so funny you mentioned. She called my boyfriend gay, which yeah. is funny because I think she's maybe never even met him. Yeah. Well, where did she call him gay? My favorite thing is when people on a serious radio thing or something. My oh, favorite thing is when people have all of these things to say. Cast members of our own show included about people they don't spend any time with whatsoever and like don't actually know it's like Stassi like you don't I don't know you and you don't know me and you don't know anybody so like what how is your opinion <laughs> being taken seriously same with Brandy it's like dude you don't know anything I that'd know. be like me watching a tv show and being like but Chris Hansen is <laughs> was she like oh that kid's gay or was she like that no, she boy said is it's, a homosexual was yeah she, like, she <laughs> said that it's like really I, i'm going off of what was told to me i didn't okay. listen to it apparently she said something along the lines of like it's really fucked up that he would continue to date women when he's gay <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah okay lady get your shit together stop Girl, out. I say things like that about people all the time. You don't? <laughs> I guess you maybe I would if I, like, like didn't know, if I wasn't in the current situation where I, like, know better. I can or not it. better, I but so. know, like, from personal experience how annoying it is. I'm always just like, ha-ha. Like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, I mean, I just think Brandy is, a really troubled woman and she knows it. She's very troubled. But uh, So I'm not like with her, but I kind of am like, okay, well, at least you're not like putting on crazy airs. Like I feel like those Richards women are like loose and like the Jersey Maybe. women are like un unhinged. Unhinged. I guess my whole thing is like it's all fun and games until somebody gets murdered and ends up on a Dateline episode. That's real. You want to kill her? No. I'm <laughs> worried that I'm going to get killed. Oh, no. You're not going to get killed. No. You're not going to get killed. You Why would you know. even say that? People are crazy. No. Like, honestly, you automatically, like, lowered your <laughs> chances of being murdered because I don't know any reality TV stars that are murdered. So, like, you're fine. You lowered your chances of being murdered by being By murdered. being on television. I think so. Fingers crossed. How did you come to, like, like were you, like, freaked out about being on the show? Oh, yeah. I'm still freaked out about being on the you show. You seem it, but you do it anyway, like, which I kind of think is cool. But, it like, why? Leap. Right. You know, basically, it was, like, first season was happening, and, you know, they had already shot the, the pilot and stuff, but I was friends with Sheena, and she, I was, like, invited to gatherings that I declined to go to, such as, like, Tom's birthday party, things like that, while they were filming because I did not want to be on camera. Like, right. I was really freaked out by it. And then second season came around, and it was like, okay, well, 
look, I'm not going to avoid every, like, Sheena mostly, but, you know, Tom as well, or being at work and being weirded out if something's being filmed. I was like, I'm not going to do that this time. I'll just do what I do, and if it ends up on whatever, I'll be, you know, I'll be more involved, and then I ended up being way more involved. And then this time around, it, you know, asked it to be full-time, and I talked to my acting teacher who was like, girl, fuck it, man. Do you have somebody calling you, asking you to be the lead in NBC pilot right now? I was <sighs> like, no. She was like, well, it's better to be on TV than that's not on TV. Real so that's real as hell. That's real as hell. That's advice to all of our kids out there right now is that if you have a chance to be a shot of sunset, etc., <laughs> Just do whatever's, you know what I'm saying? If somebody's it's giving true. you an opportunity for legit anything and you're going to get paid money and, you know, it's up to you to be who you are. So right. no one's forcing you to like play a fucking character as yourself that would right. mess up your life. So you just do you and take the opportunities that are given to you and try to do as much as you can with it. You're like very neutral. Like you're very like in a good way. Like you're very, very, very likable, which I think is good for sustaining like your ability to be hired. Because I think a lot of people like Obviously, well, yeah, Jack like, still <laughs> works or whatever. But Somehow like, Jack still gets, I know. Like, I'm always confused. He was in like some like Bud Light commercial he posted on oh, his yeah. Twitter or something. And I'm like, that's like a huge national commercial. But you look at it and he's just a, looks like an average meathead in the back. Like he's good at that. He's got a good that's look That's a sociopath moment or like a psychopath moment, I guess, that you can like like shape shift in your own skin like that that's crazy <laughs> one time uh i think it was last year on the reunion it got cut out but i equated him which i now no longer think this so i don't want anyone to get the wrong idea but i equated him to like scott peterson there for a mm -hmm. hot sec um, no he totally is scott peterson except like he's not Except he's not as charming. Like <laughs> he's not like, Scott or he's not also not as like, like uh, gung ho on the evil shit. You know, he's he's right. way more laid back in that. Right, I have to say. Oh, Jax. Um, oh, I really still want to know where those donuts were from that Sheena brought him. I think I know that they're from a place in K Town because um, I saw some other girl months before Sheena brought those pretzel donuts into the picture. I'm gonna. They're pretzel her. donuts, girl. I'm looking at Christina like dead on in the eye, and I'm and like, have, like road a blank trip, stare. bitch. Like, okay. I know. Um, I'm texting her to see if maybe she is around and remembers. Oh my god, that is fucking chic. Thank you. That is so accessible. I love it. You guys, you can call us at three two three four five zero seven four zero eight or email us at askpleaseadvise at gmail com. That's plz. Send us your updates if you've called in, please. I'm giving you your social at the top because I know not all of you make it to the end. Some of you have commutes. Some of your boyfriends start hitting you when you have to move out because you shared an iPod. I don't know. Such an inconvenience. <laughs> I don't fucking know what you idiots do. Go to soundcloud.com slash please advise. We love SoundCloud and Loudspeakers Network. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, etc. And we have a survey that we'd love you to fill out. You guys can get like $25 gift card to can iTunes. I fill it out? Yeah. That fucked up. No, you can. We're not NBC. We're not going to like not let you come on Wheel of Fortune. Like, you're great. 
Um, we're That's my favorite game please, show. Please, I'm dying to be on it. And I, I actually, all, yeah. I've wanted to be on it. Uh, somewhere in K Town was the answer. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in K Town. Remember? Okay, That's so I'm just going to look like K Town. The official name of the donut shop. Pretzel donut. Somewhere in K Town. Mm. Water moment. Okay, so the survey can be found at pleaseadvisesurvey.com. That's P L Z advise survey.com. For like a $25 gift card, which is a lot of songs, possibly an On album. ITunes, yeah. That's actually a series. You could buy Empire, which I just started watching, which is like great. Did you watch I it? I want to get it. I haven't started. It I was want. so good. Cookie is It's as life. good as I think it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. No, it's like and more. Like just like get ready because Timbaland does all the music. So it's no, like stop. a lot of beatboxing it's in the background. It's all of that. Oh, Lost Timbaland does the music. So you're kind of like the whole time like, it's yes. really good. Cookie is so good. What's her name again? She was it's, in. It's uh, Taraji P. Henson. Who was in my favorite movie. Um, Are you going to say Benjamin Button? She was in Benjamin Button. No, no, no. My favorite movie. Uh, no Good Deed. <laughs> My favorite movie, No oh, Good Deed. Oh, the best. Yeah, did you see that? Classic cinema. Oh, I loved it. I saw it in the theater alone this summer, and I was like, ooh, creepy. It was so good. Oh, maybe I saw it with Ed. I don't know. I love movies. I need to go more. This year is just blown for movies, though. Sorry. I wanted well, to see year. some of the last ones year, that came yeah. out Whatever. on Christmas, but that shit's it's a fucking... Not for me. Like, you gotta... It's an event to go to the... I thought Inherent Vice would be good. I thought that would be like my jam and satiate me, my needs. Did you not like it? Not I for me. It. Not for me. I mean, I didn't understand what the hell was happening, but I had a fun ride. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. I Gone Girl'd it, meaning like I fell asleep in the first 10 minutes yeah. like I did when I was in Gone Girl. So like I... Need to I that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I fell asleep. It's the Ben Affleck penis movie. And Neil had Neil Patrick Harris's penis is also in it for like five seconds. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I wonder if I would also love his penis. Um, would, uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say I any mean, spoilers, but it's just like is it like uh, not for me. Kim Jong's penis in Hangover Three when he walks out and it's just like peeking out through major. I didn't bush. see that one. He, it was he did that in it's the first like one the too. Credits. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, when he jumps out of the car naked. Yeah, like, that was a prosthetic. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking and it was like teeny well. tiny, and it's just coming out of a bush. <laughs> yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's like the tiniest. It's like a half of a baby carrot. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, also, please send us, if you are gay, not if you are straight, if you are gay, please just send us your dick pics. We haven't had any new gay dick pics in a while. Uh, yeah. We actually have Fat Gay coming on the show next week, but we're, you'll, we're recording this before this will go up, which sucks. But, like, just keep the dick pics coming in because uh, Fat Gay and I want to make that dick pic quilt and sell it to you on Etsy. All right. Let's take our calls. Are you ready for some calls? I'm ready for some calls. All right. Hi. This message is for Ariana. This is Veronica, um, our Vern dog, your number one fan. Um, I always talk to you on Twitter and Instagram, but anyways, I love you so much and you're like my favorite person in the whole world and I just love your attitude and your swagger and you're just bomb. But anyways, my advice is how do I, how would I be able to twerk so tasteless or for, with taste and 
effortlessness, how you do. That came out completely wrong. But anyway, how do I twerk as good as you do, girl? We were speechless, literally. Our, our mouths were dropped. And, um, but you still remain classy, and I love it. It's so funny that this is our first call because before I left my house, I was looking at your tweets and I noticed this girl. Oh, no, she tweeted the pod and I was looking at her tweets and they're like all about you. And I just want to let you know, if you're on Dateline, it's probably going to be this one. She's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. I know. You're so great. You love your fans. Dude, she's you adorable. Love your fans. <laughs> I love yeah, that girl. They give you them. life. I love Veronica. She, Veronica gives you, yeah, she's your reason for being. <laughs> girl, she's I'm actually sorry. pretty funny, too, sometimes on, like, Twitter She's Instagram. really pretty. Dude, she is She's, like, really pretty. She probably agrees. And yeah. And I would say, so you agree. But. You're really pretty. But. but <laughs> mean girls moment. But. Yeah. Um, this is also the best question because I was wondering the same thing. Like, your ass moves independently from your body. Yeah, it does. How do you do that? I don't know. We did so the night before we were going on the boat. I was like, "We're in Miami. We have no idea what this boat's gonna be like. Right? What if it's like big, the big pimping video?" And that was the idea: was that we were just gonna make fun of the big pimping video on the boat by being the most bootleg version of that, aka Tom pouring white wine on <laughs> me <laughs> and just being like. I'm the one video girl who's, like, sadly dancing. No, I don't know how my how it does that. Basically, I just, I don't know. I start doing something, and everything else is... Uh, stationary. Like, stationary, right? And then somehow it just, like, continues going. Okay. It's been a thing that somehow I've... When I was, like you know, 15 or 16 when, like, big booty bass type shit was, like, really popular. You've been dropping it like it's hot for a while. For a long time. Usually just in my bedroom by myself. (laughs) But it's usually, if I'm doing it in public, it is usually a joke. And that shit was meant to be a joke. Um, It's very Florida. That was, (laughs) we have a thing, a saying that is... My Florida is showing. And Tom will be like, hey, uh, your Florida is showing right now. And in that moment, my Florida was hanging out big time. I was just there. And it, Florida is like a state of mind. Like you oh, just yeah. go into it right away. Like my, I knew someone, I'll say, it wasn't anyone anyone here knows. I just don't want to get anyone in trouble. Someone I knew was drunk driving around town in a convertible, like, within 24 hours of being in town. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, that's some Florida shit. Like, someone brought out a shotgun on a private property and shot a herring. Yeah. That sounds about right. Never seen that. In a nice neighborhood. And that's what I liked about it. And I was like... It's... There's a little bit of ratchetry if you want to call it that there's well, a little bit of like realness. yeah 
a lot of a lot of uh or should i say a very small amount of fucks are given totally um people just get down and dirty yeah derek lost his cell phone on new year's eve in an uber but like my stepdad had just pulled some Uber, Uber over and the guy like totally was like, oh, my phone doesn't work. My stepdad gave this guy like an obscene amount of money, not because he said what the price was, but because my stepdad just like was happy and threw money at him, I guess. And um, he left it in there. And the next day I woke, I had texted it because he doesn't have like his preview blocked. Oh, and I yeah, just yeah. Wrote, like call this number, blah, blah, blah. The next day, I woke up to two texts and a voicemail from some guy being like, hey, I found your phone. The guy met him, didn't want to take his money, was like a young guy, like bar back, like totally could have just stolen the phone, but was like, yeah. And it was like a good Florida shit right there. It was a good Florida moment. And when we were leaving the house, it was like a torrential downpour and it just started to be dusk. And I had 25% on my phone. And my mom had texted me, Florida can let her be sketchy. And I was like, ah, I was like, this is like where all the cops episodes happen. All of the weirdest news stories you've ever read all happen in Florida. Oh, I know why that is. It's because um, every every arrest record, most arrest records in Florida are public. And that's why. Because a lot of states have restrictions on the arrest record. That's why you get all these, like, stupid criminal stuff coming from Florida. It's because, Because like, it's all a matter of public record. So that happens. And so there's people who build entire careers on, like, reporting on these, like, stupid criminal stories in Florida. I think now that you say that, I'm, like, putting things together in my mind because I always grew up with, like, criminal records and stuff like that being public and being able to look anybody up and see what their shit was. And living here, I think I tried to do that once before, and I couldn't find anything, which makes sense now. Maybe there's laws against that here. Yeah, unless you're, like, a pedophile or something. Well, because then you're required to tell everybody. Yeah. That's gangster that you were looking up, like, criminal histories growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who are you looking for? I would be like looking for my friend's dad's like I think find was, out they had some weird DUI and like take them down. It was probably away. shit like that. I think it was like people I went to high school with were like you heard that so and so like went right. to juvie for some shit and okay. like oh I got to know. I want to see that mugshot. Right. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that is really fun. I want a police scanner. Okay, wait. So twerking. <laughs> twerking. You do that. We talked about she, it. She pretty much answered it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I do it. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty easy. I don't know how to explain it. Basically, it's not about if you like don't think about your butt at all. Right. If you're going to be like popping it like in that form. Right. It's more about like your back. Like you feel it in your, your back feels like it's basically going to snap in half. But like that's the feeling. So it's not like you can control the muscles in your butt cheeks separately or something I mean I can do that too, but that's a little bit more like really for like privacy of your own home. Because then that's like some Sierra rap, you know, she did that in that one (laughs) The reason why I bring that up is because I can wiggle my ears. And oh. so, like, I know because there's muscles, like, I can feel, I can move the muscles in my ears to wiggle. But I was wondering, like, if that's how twerking works. It's like you can move your butt muscles independently. I think there's a lot of, of different 
twerking forms. Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so okay, so just maybe um, maybe look up a YouTube tutorial as well. Yeah, sure. Just like really feel the music you're dancing to. Spend some time alone in your room with a hand mirror. Yeah. And just like twerk it out. No, Christina, a hand <clears throat> mirror. I want her to really get to know herself. Next call. <laughs> Hi, Molls. My name is Sarah. Um, I have a bit of a question. I don't know really how to approach um, this situation because I kind of snooped on my boyfriend's Facebook messages because we share a tablet. We've been together for a while, for five years. Um, and I went through his messages with one of his good friends, and in that message conversation, there were two times that he brought up to her that he had sexy dreams about her. And it didn't, the conversation didn't stray, like, into some sort of sexting-type conversation, but he told her, one, that he had a risky dream about her, and he wasn't going to get too far into it. And then the other one was that they were, like, hooking up on a bus. And I don't know. We've been together for so long, and I do trust him, but I just don't know how to approach it because I really want to talk to him about it because it's really got me kind of feeling a little worried. This girl in particular is a really good friend of his, and she was like a sore spot in his previous relationship before me. But they've been really, really good friends for a long time. He's 34, and they've been friends since high school. So, I mean, maybe it's nothing to be worried about, and they're just such good friends that they can tell each other these things. But I just feel like you can't control what you dream, but you can control what you talk about with the person that you dreamt about, and you just don't talk about it. You have a girlfriend. Um, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Bye. Okay, I would walk up to him and be like, listen up, motherfucker, I read your fucking Facebooks. I know it was wrong. I don't feel good about it, but I read them, and I'm just going to tell you. I re- like, I read your messages, and I saw that conversation, and that's not acceptable, and I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, just fucking break up with him. Like, first of all, this girl, like, he, this girl's a consistent sore spot. Which means something to me because like t- like 10 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Or in this case, like <laughs> you guys. Because um, I think that that's – I think that that's palpable and I think that now you're seeing proof of it and you can't – like that's – that's just the tip of the iceberg, I think. See, I have a total opposite opinion on it. Well, you're so chill. You would. I'm like, no. <clears throat> Be like, get your shit and move. Well, the thing, <laughs> I mean, I think you have to re- look at real life factors, not dream things. I had a friend of not mine. Not because of the dream. Like, me, keep your mouth shut. I had a friend text a girlfriend of mine, text me and, and a, open up a group text and tell me and two other people about how she had the weirdest fucking dream about how like we were all having sex and then we went and murdered someone like people have weird ass fucking dreams but a gr- okay first of all group text is totally different because then you're joking about it in a group as opposed to a one on one well i think message. yeah you have to look at the context of like is he trying if the conversation never strayed into a sexting thing or whatever. It sounds like this girl is probably not in the friend of his 
it's probably like not interested in doing that anyways because she probably would have been like she would have engaged she would have engaged exactly yeah like if there was if they've been friends for that long I feel like that's... Who knows what's been deleted. I'm just saying I would want to... I, I'm trying to... If just you need, share a tablet and she there was a reason why she clicked on the <clears> message <throat> chain in the first place, that's an intuition to me. And like... Or, I mean, snooping never works. Yeah, exactly. No, it never snooping works. Snooping never works out it well. It never works. It always it's, hurts your feelings. Something gets taken out of context. Totally. Something gets, you know, construed in a way that's weird or whatever. I think maybe it's a conversation to have with him, but I would bet my money on things that were a little bit more concrete than just that. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. But snooping is not right. (laughs) Or just break up with him. Snooping's not right. But if the snooping has been done, like that, what do you do from there? And in my personal opinion- I found something on Derek's computer once accidentally in an effort to do something nice for him that left me V unsoothed. Mm. I was not soothed. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like child porn. It was just something that I was like, this shouldn't be here. And I straight up like took a picture of it with my iPhone and I was like, I'm sorry. I was looking for a picture to like make you something and I saw this and I'm really upset about it and I want to know why it's here. Not chill. I'm curious to know how far back in her boyfriend's text messages or f- Facebook messages she went to find this. It's darked out. I don't know. Yeah. Because if they're if like, they're was this like she time. opened it up and that was the first message that was there? Like, and how it far sounds apart fresh. were they from each other? Yeah. yeah. Or was this like she went back in his shit like months and months ago? Like, just reading their conversation. You so months. don't side with Sarah. Well, I just I mean, don't well, no, want... you do side with Sarah. <laughs> I, we just have different opinions. <laughs> just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean you hate Sarah. Okay. No, I don't hate Sarah. I don't hate Sarah at all. I just hope that... Yeah. I mean, there are a couple variables that might change the outcome of yeah. like, your advice. So. I would maybe work on you know when you look at a court case Mm -hmm. and you have something that's like circumstantial or uh hearsay i think go for something concrete go for something that's like super legit that you can't argue with that you don't have to be like what do i do you know if they've been together for they've been together for five years i would look at a lot of things Mm -hmm. before turning a weird fucking dream, some weird dreams that he had into whatever. Cause like you could have dreams where I've had dreams where I've like curb stomped people. Oh yeah. But like people I don't want to curb stomp. So you know what I'm saying? Right. You never know. Do you have dreams where you go to jail a lot? No, I've actually never had that dream. I have that dream a lot, and Derek never has that dream. You guys never have that dream. I've never no. had that dream. I've, I've, I've had dreams where I'm like in a war zone, but mm. never. I never my dreams have no war. consequences in my dreams, and you never no go to jail. Really? That's usually like the start of the dream for me. Like I'll be on the bus on the way to prison, or like I'll already be in prison. Like it's usually for something stupid. Like I didn't pay. Like parking tickets like not no it's more long term than that like i'm aware that i'm in 
Oh, like you shoplifted something? No, like I maybe accidentally murdered my downstairs neighbor. Like he was an old man and like he fell down the stairs like because I neglected to do something. And so I got like involuntary manslaughter or some shit. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So lesson number one, don't fucking snoop through people's shit unless you have like a really hardcore reason to. Yeah, you got to be prepared to that. You're going to find something. You'll never. It never works out. No. Or you could like find out like what he was going to get you for your birthday and you're like, well, that sucks. Right. Now I have to act surprised. Either way, it's just not good. Not good. No bueno. Mm-mm. Next call. Hey, Miles. Um, This is Katie calling from Brooklyn. I'm walking from the subway, so I apologize if it sounds like I'm in a wind tunnel. Um, So trying to keep this quick. My best friend in the whole world, like, literally met her the day that I came home from the hospital, best friend, uh, is getting married this year. Um, She has been engaged to this guy for about two years. He, like, contacted me when he was getting ready to propose to ask for advice, et cetera. They've been dating for, I want to say, like, five years. So they they know each other very well. However, I don't know him terribly well. Um, My best friend actually lives in Spain. She went there for college and ended up staying, and that's where she met this guy who is a Spaniard. I met him a couple of times before this recent holiday season, um, but this is definitely the most time I've ever gotten to spend with them um, as a couple and the most time I've ever gotten to spend with him individually and I've kind of come to the realization that he is a dick um I think part of it is cultural he's got a lot of that like Spanish macho bullshit um that as a capital S feminist I like take issue with my biggest problem frankly though is how he speaks to my best friend um we were out at dinner myself my significant other my best friend her fiance and in addition to being very rude to the wait staff, which is always a huge fucking red flag for me, um, at one point he kind of like mumbled something and my best friend responded. And he said to her, I'm going to repeat what I just said, and this time you can listen. And I almost had to reach across the table and smack him in the face and say, don't you ever speak to her like that again, because what the fuck? If he talks like that in, like, a general friendly dinner conversation in front of people he doesn't know, what does he say to her about those behind closed doors, like, you know? So she's a grown-ass woman. They're getting married. But, like, I think this guy's terrible, kind of. And I've gotten conflicting advice onto as to whether or not I should say anything or nothing um, to her about this. I'm in their wedding. I feel weird. Um, I would like some feedback. Uh, call me, whatever. Uh, like to hear your thoughts. Thanks, Mal. Bye. Okay, Katie. Well, at first when I heard your call for the first like three and a half minutes of it, no offense, I was like, wow, this girl's living very ABC family. Like I thought you were just going to be like, I don't know him well. And I was like, well, that's great because you're going to go to Spain, fuck his brother, fall in love, and you and your best friend are going to be together forever, right? 
like as they have been since they were born. But then it got very like Days of Our Lives, very V upsetting, CW at night. Lifetime movie. Yeah, it was not great. And what I think, honestly, is that it's none of your business because your girl likes being talked to like this. She's been with him for five years. Like, I'm sorry. Like, first of all, it's none of your business because they're about to get married. And like, you're just going to be the bitch. Your friend does not want to hear it no matter what. And secondly, I'm sorry. I've seen a lot of, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had a friend who had a dinner party, a sister through the dinner party, and she was dating a very Latin machismo guy. And I was appalled by his behavior, like really, really upset about it. And my friend was just like, well, like she likes it. Like she understands that it's like a cultural thing and that's the role that he takes on and that's the role that she takes on. And like if he wants his dinner bitch, like he's going to get his dinner bitch. And like I honestly can't judge someone's lifestyle. What do you think? Well, I wonder if her friend, which by the way, Katie, she sounded really fucking cool. Yeah. She sounds like my kind of girl. I wonder if her friend was always kind of into that kind of sort of guy. Right. Or did she get into this relationship and then all of a sudden do a 180? And is she crying behind closed doors? Like, oh my God, what am I doing? Or is she brainwashed? The sad part is nobody listens to their friends in these situations. They either figure it out for themselves or they never figure it out. Mm-hmm. As much as it sucks. We've all, I think, either been there personally or have had a friend who's been there. Totally. So the only thing that really sucks is if they're getting married and then they have a kid and then she decides or realizes that she doesn't like this sort of thing and she's not into it. Then right. they have a kid together and then they're really fucked because then that guy's really not going to be away. Here's my one and yes – That's right. But I also think that it's like this girl probably has family and friends in the last five years. And though it's so for Katie, it's like headline news. Like she's just finding out about this. True. But for everyone else who's seen their dynamic probably on a more regular basis, like they've probably pointed it out to her over the years. Like you're going, if that's noticeable behavior, you would think, right? So I think in a way, like, you kind of just got to be the bridesmaid. You got to just go and be happy for your friend. And if she does, unfortunately, like marry someone that it was a mistake, like these things can be undone. Maybe in Spain, not as easily here. But maybe they can have some sort of like girl on girl night out or night in, you know, where she opens the door to a possible like, Condo. if you have anything that you are worried about, please know that you can talk to me about it. And if she doesn't ever complain or if she doesn't take that and run with it, then I guess you can't. But some girls would be like, why would she even ask that? She doesn't want to be happy for me. Some girls are already paranoid and go off into a weird mad spiral. But I guess you have to be the good friend and say it anyway. You just have to figure out the best way to say it that won't. Yeah. Like, so it's not an attack. Yeah. Like, you're not coming at her with, like, okay, so I don't fucking like this guy or whatever. Right. Say it up. Like, be like, so, like, is there anything about him that drives you nuts? Like, just yes. ask, like, <laughs> casual and, like, yeah. get the convo going, you yeah. know? 
I don't know if they've been friends since like birth or whatever. Um, I don't think there's any harm in saying like, "Hey, I really don't like the way this guy talks to you." Yeah. How do you I would. Feel? I yeah. would really. I would not advise that. I'm kind of uncomfortable with the way he's ta- he talks to you. But if you're comfortable with it, maybe then you can even just say, I'll shut up. I love you guys. Would you be offended that you guys that? speak so like you know traditionally? Spanish, like just say something. <laughs> like, like, are you comfortable in these gender roles? Like, say something positive. Don't be like, I don't like the way he talks to you. You can't because that's gonna be. That's not. If I said to you, I don't like. The, I'm uncomfortable with the way that he talks. I'd to you. be like, also a daily to buck short. You've been in America all these years. You can't roll up five days before my wedding and say I don't like the way this guy you've been planning on marrying talks to you. Like that could also be. She visited him once. Like, we don't know if, like, maybe even that's a joke. Like, to me, if, like, if a guy said, I'm going to say it again and this time listen, like, I'd almost be like, okay, like, whatever, loser. Like, I wouldn't, maybe that's her. I don't, I don't know. Like, it would be, like, funny if someone said that to me. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I just think you got to be really positive if you say anything like that. You choose yeah. happy give words. her Yeah, and give her the opportunity to, you know, say her piece away from him where she's alone and she's not feeling like he's going to find out what right. she said later on. I don't know. Maybe they have – if that's her best friend for her whole life, depending on how often they talk to each other and how often they have, like, heart-to-hearts and whatever, it might be really good. You never I know. Agree. Or if she is that kind of girl who gets paranoid about that type of shit and who would get pissed off, right? then maybe evaluate that as well. But I'm sure there's going to be, if they're in America now and their wedding's coming up or whatever, there's definitely going to be a time where like they're alone together and they can hash some sh- get a fucking bottle of wine and also most pizza. moms won't let that shit happen yeah my Dads mom won't would let that shit happen like they'll be like are you fucking but he could be kidding? different in front of the parents that's the thing what if he's he be- putting on so, like an act but, but like, so press- jekyll and hyde in front of friends <clears throat> maybe he wants sh- the friends to think he's you know because like i've seen situations where the guy's like this kind of hero figure in front of the friends and family. I mean, in front of the family, basically, and just like always pays for the check and is like this big kind of guy. But like when he's with her, with her friends or someone whose status he doesn't really care about. Yeah. Completely different person. Yeah. Maybe he's stressed. I don't know. I'm just trying to give him an out. (laughs) Maybe he's not a total piece of shit, but he sounds like fucking hell to be around. No, I know. You guys, you want to hear my Lifetime movie scenario in which Katie fucks this whole thing up and her friend gets murdered. So, like, they're eating breakfast on, like, a beautiful veranda and, like, um, it's, like, fried eggs and ham or something, like, really, like, international looking because the ham looks different because it's from a different country. And um, there's, like, orange juice and a maid, too. And... Um, he gets up to use the bathroom and she chooses that moment and then he comes back and overhears her and he's like, what the fuck? And like he takes off and then like later he comes back and like murders both of them. Who would you cast as the guy? Rob Lowe? Dean Cain because I love him in everything. Can Dean Cain do a Spaniard accent? I think probably. Dean Cain was my first TV crush. 
yeah. on the Superman me too. show. Me too. Yeah. Well, actually, Alex P. Keaton was my first, but yeah, I really liked Dean Kane. Who was your first TV crush? Um, I'm pretty sure my first TV crush may have been Ryan Gosling. What was oh like young from Hercules? kids and young Hercules, oh. dude, young Hercules, so hot, <laughs> so hot. I was very yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's you guys' jam. No, I was, not so much Kevin Turbo Hercules, but young Hercules, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad that you remember. Not many people remember that show. Oh, I remember young Hercules. I re- I also no, remember the like he, Ryan Gosling was on like some weird cruise show. A cruise show? Yeah, it was See, like... See, I don't even know. Was it called Swan's Crossing? No, it was oh, something else. I, I can't remember. It was like a cl- Canadian cruise show. It was like all these high schoolers went to, sc- went to school on a boat. Mm. It was like a semester that at sea situation. That sounds familiar. I can't remember what it was, but I know that Ryan Gosling... <laughs> okay, get into us. Call us back, you guys, with that answer to whatever that Canadian delight is. I know we have listeners in Canada. I'm Googling it. Oh, Christina's Googling it. I On wish it. you wouldn't. I wish you'd let this just be interactive. Can't <laughs> okay. we have an okay, interactive okay. <laughs> moment? Okay, I don't want to know. Don't tell me if you look at it. Ariana can know if she wants. We have some emails from our email box, askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. And this year in 2015, I'm letting people write in about stuff other than being molested. So we will accept your emails this year. And I'm really sorry to that one girl that actually did write in. And that was, I hope we handled that okay for you. Um, All right, Ariana, we're going to have her read. um, Most, all these questions are for her. But we're going to have you read because you're an actress and we want to hear your take. Since elementary school, I've really enjoyed it. Did you practice that in your head or? What, the email? Mm-hmm. No, I was just looking at who it was from so I could work on a voice oh, for her. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's deep. That's like that's actress. Deep. That's right <laughs> there. That's girl. Paging my... Meryl Streep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is how I imagine that she wrote this. Hi, Ariana. First of all, I just want to say how much I admire you. I'm so happy for you and Tom. So I've been in a similar situation with a male friend of mine and need your advice. We've known each other since middle school, so over 10 years, and have been close friends for about four. We have both been in relationships with other people, been there through the heartbreak and the fun times. I was close with his ex-fiance. Recently, however, we have both been single and things have gotten much more serious. It's like my dream come true. Everything is so perfect between us. I feel like we are both holding back because we are afraid to screw it up and lose what we have as friends. I need to know what to do from here. I feel like we could have the best relationship of both of our lives if we let go, but I'm not sure how to get the message across to him. Any help you can give is much appreciated. Go team Ariana. Heather in Washington. That was my Heather in Washington Girl, voice. you killed that. That was She probably really sounds good. nothing like that. She's no, probably going to be like, you fucking bitch. Why would you talk like that for me? I like that for you and for her. Okay, so wait, what do you what do you think? I think she's just fuck him. What's the deal? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It was not like me and Tom just like it was, you know, I see what she's saying here where she's like things are we've both been single recently and things are kind of moving in a direction for Tom and I, things started to kind of move in a direction. And I think he felt a lot less, um, 
weird about it than I did because I was like, well, first of all, there's a TV show involved. So people are going to like see, like, I don't know, that's weird. The other thing that was, you know, there's a lot of weird factors. Like I did not have that, that door was not open for me. I wasn't like waiting for Tom to like come and be my boyfriend. Right. So I can totally understand how like it can be fucking weird and it can also be like, okay, well, if we do this, then it can end really badly. Like you can go from like, you could just not be friends anymore. Like if it doesn't work out, you it's hard to go back to just being friends. It is, but at the same time, I would have rather tried it and found out than to have I think not. So like too. love and chemistry is very rare. And mm-hmm. when you experience that, if you guys have been both feeling this for a while, mm-hmm. then you should go for it. Like, yeah, go everyone for it. is someone's ex, you know, like it's time. I think she should I think that Heather, you guys should just you know, if you enjoy spending time with each other, just keep spending time with each other and go with the flow and whatever happens, happens. But definitely, if it seems like you guys are both open to this, so fucking go for it. Because what if you do and it's fucking awesome? Get your life, girl. Live, Ooh. laugh, and love. Live, laugh, and love. Oh, I love it. Live um, in your bliss. <laughs> Okay, so this is the next letter. I'm going to read it. I'm not an actress. Hi, Vanderpump Rules fan from the UK here, Smiley. I was reading Ariana's latest Bravo blog. Love her blogs. Always so well written on point. And she has, some, she has said some. she has some really bad anxiety that only becomes worse in groups of people. I'm the same way and often avoid social situations because of it. How does she deal with it? Because she always comes across so confident and secure. How does she cope when she um, does have to be in groups of people? Thank you for taking the time to read this, Allie. I just want to say I'm disappointed you didn't read that in a British accent after you found out that she was from the UK, Molly. Oh, that's I said I'm not an actress. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably I would have sucked at that one, so I'm glad that you read it. Oh, thanks. Um, thanks. Oh, poor Allie. Man, anxiety blows. I know. It's yeah. the it's the worst. We all have anxiety, girl, at this table. Oh, God. You know what I do? A lot of times I've actually come up with a, it's, I get, would you call it a technique? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's oh. a new thing that over the years I've developed a really good faking it till you make it kind of thing. Right. In group settings. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. I oftentimes don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I mean, Tom is very a very social person. Right. So he actually, he's very sweet about it. And he's very much like, I totally get it. But just come. And once you come, it'll be fine. And I'll be there. So, Allie, I hope that you have at least one person in your life that – understands where you're coming from and can kind of like be your support system when you do have to go to these things. And then once you get there, sometimes you just have to fake it. And if you have to go have like an alone moment in the bathroom, fucking do it. I do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I've actually gone and like cried in the bathroom before and then come out and it's like, okay, you know, because – I don't know. We all want to put our best foot forward. I'm sure, like, you see people who thrive in social situations. You're like, why can't I be like that? Right. You know? Right. But I, like, will go to parties and not say hi to anyone because they feel weird. 
Yeah. I, Sometimes I'm people totally... think that like anxiety makes people seem like maybe you're a huge bitch. Oh, yeah. Totally. That yeah. is totally. I am, I am the exact same in that like I realized not too long ago that like not only does Ed go everywhere with me because I'm obsessed with Ed and I love him, but because like I need a body double. Like I need the like pepper shaker to my salt, so to speak. He's your little safety blanket. Yeah. He's my little security bed. But like, <laughs> but also I'm his security malls too. I think we're both kind of like codependent. Yeah. And I feel that way about Derek too. Like totally. But yeah, like it's very difficult. I would suggest <laughs> medicating yourself. I would suggest <clears throat> if you feel that's appropriate, uh, speak to your doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I mean, I don't have a lawyer. I do, but not for this stuff. So Don't sue us, please. Please, I have nothing. Is um, it bad if I say that sometimes it helps to, like, have a beer or no. take Ali's a shot? In, in the UK, there's fabulous drinking there. Yeah. It's, Just, you yeah, know, it's liquid courage for a reason. Yeah. A little bit. You know, don't go overboard. You don't want to be sloppy and fucking mess. But that was a big problem for me very recently. I also realized that if I need to get drunk to go somewhere, then I don't need to be there because yeah. I mm-hmm. don't want to be there. And that's a um, a huge thing that I heard someone say a couple of years back, like the one New Year's resolution I liked, which is that don't go places if you're feeling like dread about it. Yes. And you have someone to pull you out and like that's you should if you can. But it helps if you if that person, you know, Tom and I often say that like, He's the extroverted version of me, and I'm right. the introverted version of him. And my best friend, uh, Whitney, who lives in New York right now, it's she's the same way. So right. we kind of balance each other. And I don't know, maybe if Allie can – if she has a friend that's more extroverted, that maybe she can talk to that friend about how she feels when she has to go and do these things. And maybe that friend can just, you know – Security blanket a little bit. Totally. And then maybe, you know, sometimes you get more used to it and it gets easier. By the way, you're so right because the opposite version of you loves doing what you don't love to do. Mm-hmm. That is the same dynamic I have with Ed and with Derek where they're like, hey, you remember so-and-so. I don't remember anyone's names. I'm so afraid of everything. Like, and yes. <laughs> it's so, but... Yeah, it's uh, – I don't think it has to be a part of everyone's personality either. Like, I have felt very bullied before by people. Yes. Being like, why can't you be like – and I'm like, because I literally can't. Like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I want to die. Like, just let me just be quiet. Yeah. And I'm a just quiet person. You're yeah. quiet, I think. Sometimes. Well, in large groups, I'm quiet. Yeah. When I'm around, like, one or two people, I'm a fucking goofy, weird asshole. Totally. You know? You got to know your comfort people. Yeah. By the way, I'm having my B-Day at Villa Blanca. You are? On Saturday. Oh, is that where we're going? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. where we're going to Villa Blanca. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not sir. Yeah. The Beverly Hills went for brunch for a 1, <gasps> 1 p.m. Someone named it's Felicia beautiful. took our reservation. Felicia? What did you say? No, Ed said. He's like, bye, Felicia. Thanks. <laughs> I know. I was you like, you couldn't to. resist. You have to. For Sorry. The social, social thing. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, You're, I kind like, of have a this different. Girl's life. No, I just no, have a don't. different perspective on it because, like, I don't have a security blanket. I don't have that person. Right. So, like, for me, it's more It could of just, be like, Nick. <laughs> I know, but I would have to actually, like, talk to Nick more often than I actually It could be do. Chrissy, but she doesn't show up. Yeah. So it yeah. probably can't be Chrissy so much, actually. But for me, what I often do is, like, and this is going to sound a little weird, but I have, like, 
an alternate personality that I bring out. Like totally. A, like yes. an inner Sasha Fierce, if you mm-hmm. will. And, you know, you kind of just... For Put me, it on. Yeah, I get, you know, amped up in that way and be that person. And, like, f- the thing that saves me a lot is that I ha- I know a lot of, like, little facts and things. That's why I know young Hercules. Because <laughs> right. it, like, I have trouble with conversations. So I know little icebreaker things right. that, yes. that save me. And so, like, I'm going to be... I'm going to try to be this person... And that's how I get to be more social and kind of overcome that anxiety. So just kind of try to find your inner yeah. Sasha fierceness, I guess. Yeah. And ask questions because people love to answer questions about they, like people love talking. You can let themselves. other people always lead the conversations, and people you don't even really even have to listen like, to what they're saying. Them. You just nod, and you know, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes you know, it come if you really just own that like this is who i am and like yeah Yeah. i have anxiety i don't really want to fucking be here right now right then all of a sudden you find out guess what everyone else doesn't want to be here (laughs) no one ever wants to be there that's why everyone's so drunk it's true no one wants to be there everyone has social anxiety that side do not i know this one girl who every party she comes into like the first line out of her mouth like loud enough for people to hear is like i don't want to be here i'm like so miserable i want to go home and i'm like why'd you come like, why are you coming in here? Like, none of us want to be here, but like, we don't vocalize it because we're fucking adults. Like, in but that sometimes manner. Sometimes, if you vocalize it, then somehow you end up having a really good time. Start out with the one, though. Yes. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't present that to the room. To a room like, of people. Sup, losers. Like, hey, y'all. Want to go home? Like, that's fucking. <laughs> Not okay. Yeah. I fucking hate it here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this place sucks. Uh, Fuck y'all. I want my couch. I know. Empire's on. Empire. <laughs> um, I'm recording like all day of Dateline on ID. So like if I could just get out of here. I know. <laughs> I am getting to the place where I've seen all the Datelines. I hate when I've seen one. It makes me so upset. Because you know it must be getting towards the end. And I don't know. I felt like that for uh, Lauren Order SVU. Like, I get really disappointed when I've, like, seen them a million times. Yeah. I try I try rewatching them all the time. But, like, season four, I'm so oversaturated in that, like, whatever. It's anyway. Like, Olivia's hair is short. <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah, you know right away. <laughs> Olivia. All right, next call. Oh, next letter. Oh, next letter. <laughs> All right, here's letter three. Also about you. It's exciting you got fan mail, right? This is really exciting. You love your fans. Also, I'm like, thanks, Allie, for, for sharing my blog. That's cool. I know. I put work into that shit. You love your blog. Okay. Whoa, this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was an ex. Her name's Mel. So, Mel. Mel is like, hi there. So I haven't seen or heard from my ex in three years after he physically assaulted me when I found him naked in bed with another female. Apparently, that was my fault somehow. I've held on to this rage over what happened for three fucking years. I admittedly, I'm ashamed to say, pulled a Kristen Doty and stalked him online last night until I found his new Instagram and the sight of him made my blood boil. I left him an ugly comment. He responded back just as nastily and then blocked me. Now I'm consumed with trying to find a way to get to him and hurt him the same way he has hurt me. My question is, 
how do I let go of this rage and forgive him after he did me so, so, so wrong? I just feel like the world would make more sense if I could just know that he's hurting the same way he hurt me. Should I keep snooping? Does karma exist? Will he get what he deserves? I want to be there to see that he does. But I also don't want to feel this way anymore. How do you let these types of feelings go and truly forgive such a piece of shit? Yours truly, Mel. P.S. I love you on the show, Ariana. Hey, Mel. Oh, poor Mel. Mel, Mel, I just want to say that she wrote in that... (sighs) <laughs> that was not improvised. No, well, that's first in of the all, email. Good read. Yeah. Let's just Thanks. address that. What do you think? Oh, Mel made me nervous. I think that this is the one time, like, I've never gotten a lot. We've gotten a lot of crazy ass shit on the show. I have to say, especially with the way that she's talking, I would take this exact letter to a therapist and sit down because they're going to yes. lead the horse to water on that one because yes. I know that there's questions here. But you need to forgive him for him for yourself. For like, you. yeah. Because this is like this is not okay to live your life. Like this is three years of like what I assume are your twenties or thirties that you're wasting, like trying to get maybe you're younger. Like that's if you're younger, I kind I get the passion. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's how we I think we all had a, a college high school boyfriend that yes. we were like, I'll kill for you. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's not okay especially after a certain age. So um, you got to talk to a therapist, I think. Get a good shrink and like don't just bring in this letter because you're probably going to try to give her a bunch of backstory, but I'm not clear if the backstory matters any more than what you wrote to us. Yeah, I I agree that a professional would be uh, much more equipped. Um, You know, thoughts that I have on this is like, yeah, he does sound like a fucking awful person, but – you doing things that bring you down to that level of also being an awful person are just not going to get you anywhere. I mean, you could, every time you have those urges, I mean, you could ask yourself, like, where is this going to get me? Right. Fucking nowhere. And bottom line is, whether he's hurting or not, he maybe he is, but... It, you're not going to know. You're really you not going to find out. And you're hurting. Exactly. And you're not with him anymore. Like you could be with some other guy that's like fucking hot and awesome, but you're like wasting time on this person that you're not even with. Like it is so I understand hating someone or like being mad or wanting like loving someone so much that you hate them. I totally get all of that. But like, like you have to take care of yourself and like, it's yeah, not, like it's like just, your life is not about him. So much energy to hate someone and um you don't need to do that. I think you should talk to someone, go out with your girlfriends a lot, ask to be set up, like date, like if you're maybe like if you were dating someone that you liked, you wouldn't be this fixated on raging on him. You absolutely would not. No. So just really start like aggressively like be a participant in your own life as they say when it comes to dating yes. and like Actively put yourself out there. Yeah. Work on becoming the best you that you can be. And if you have these thoughts and you really feel like you need to get them out, fucking write that shit down in a journal, you know, and then burn it, (laughs) you know. Because that shit's evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Burn the shit out of that fucking journal. Get all, you know, but it's engaging with him especially on like social media and stuff like that is just it's just holding you back and 
yeah, therapists would be fucking great because they're really going to give you tools. Like right. they're going to give you like very specific ways to handle these feelings. And, you know, whether I, I hate the karma thing. It's so it's like if karma was it really a thing? There's a lot of people who would be dead. Good, it's not even maybe good things karma. or bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. It's just the way it is. It just and it don't wrap yourself up in what happens to everyone else. In every, I think more than like, um, if you don't believe in karma, like just the concept that she's not working on her life right now in the past three years. It probably Law of attraction. Been like this stagnant years for her and that's going to pro- like propel into her future. So like why not try to stop that today? Yes. So like you have a chance because he's going to live his life and probably do all sorts of things that you're not going to like but you need to like have a life that you love. Yes. All right. It's been three years, man. That's a really long time. Like, I do sometimes I'll, like, see someone that I I feel, like, fucked me over, not even always romantically, and my blood will boil. Like, my blood started boiling about someone today that I was, like, I try not to be reminded about people. That is a big thing for me. Like, I've gotten several, like, notifications that this person that I feel has done me wrong in some way has been doing this thing, and I – my blood started boiling because of the way that she handled it, and I was, like – and I'm like, she, that is so typical of her. That's fucked up. And it's like, it is weird how something can be reignited from deep within you. But it's, I don't know. If it's on the surface, like I think it is, girl, you cry. Like, talk to someone. Not crazy. You're just, just need to talk work to it out with yourself. You love and him. Don't, don't, he sounds fucking awful. Who gives a fuck? I know, about he him? sounds she gross. Like and I then know. he physically assaulted her. Completely unacceptable. What a fucking dumb dude. Maybe he ask really why you dumb. like that. Like why you're yeah, fixated maybe. on that. Yeah. Why maybe is... that's a bigger issue. Yep. Like maybe like Katie's. Yeah. Lover. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Maybe we could do like a group therapy for people <laughs> who have this problem. All right, that was episode twenty six of Please Advise Ariana Maddox. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much you just did anger management right i did i had three lines oh three lines (laughs) oh okay i'm not that cool it was exciting it was fucking great did you have more in the script no i had less in the script and then i was given more oh okay so that was cool yeah but they do a lot of like running running in lines on show night yeah they they kind of just improv they yeah it's a really laid-back set i understand yeah it was cool I like it. They run it fast and loose. Are you yeah. doing anything cool and exciting for this new year we should know about? I'm just working on getting my shit together. You don't have an oven mitt line coming out or anything? <laughs> Are you working now on I your want sweater one. collection, your sweater range? What is I got to go home like? and knit. I'm hand knitting sweaters for my right. sweater line. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's launch that. I remember you like yeah. the word launch. I love the word launch. We've got to we launch. launch this pod, boo. Um, Christina Lopez, thank you for producing. Christy, the front turn, thanks so much for not showing up, you fucking bitch. I thought you were going to drive me home. You can call us at 323-450-7408 or email us at askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. Send us your updates. I want to know from all y'all, like Allie, like I want to know what you're doing, girl. Like Katie, want to know if you want to ruining your friend's wedding or not. 
and therefore ruining your friendship and really think about yep. that. Figure out a nice way to say it. Maybe consult your mom beforehand too. Um, follow us on Twitter at please underscore advise. We're on SoundCloud. That's like where you should probably go if you want us to get paid. I'm just saying I heard they run like ad pre-roll. Not to be tacky, but like mama loves shopping. SoundCloud.com. We need that fucking nature box money. I'm dying to try those sriracha cashews and I'm not signing up until I get my fucking nature box money. Do you know what Nature Box is? Is it like Birchbox or um, like FabFitFun? Kind of, with snacks. With and snacks. But like you subscribe so you can say like, I want like 30% this. I or, want Sriracha cashews. So bomb? people need to fucking go to SoundCloud and give you your money because you need the Sriracha cashews so that then you can share a Sriracha cashew with me. And all the chill pods that have ads... They all hype up the sriracha cashew and really get your mouth watering. Oh, my God. So you're like, I can't do this anymore. No, and so now I'm really bursting on that nature. Don't live your life like this without sriracha cashews in it. No, I don't. This is really hurting my feelings. Just start going to naturebox.com slash please advise, even though it's not there yet, because maybe they'll see that people are just going there for no reason. So just maybe (laughs) do that. That's going to be my way in. That's smart, right? That's fucking brilliant. It's like right? requests on the radio. Like, why are all these people typing this? So like go there and just set it on one of those anonymous, like hack the website, like shut it down, anonymous style. I'm sure some nerd follows this. Search for us on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr. I'm not doing them all. And then there's also a survey that we I just spit everywhere. There's also a survey that we'd really love you to fill out. Plus, you can win a free uh, $25 iTunes gift card, which is probably great for a lot of you because you sound like you're poor. Um, <laughs> the survey is at pleaseadvisesurvey.com. I'm sorry, you guys. I am. I love our fans. <laughs> no, I love my fans. They give me I, – I couldn't breathe if I didn't have my fans. Pleaseadvisesurvey.com. Um, Christina, do you just want to talk really quickly about the Please Advise Christmas party? Because Chrissy, we were going to wait for her because she was kind of the main attraction, but she blew it, and I don't know if she's going to have it next week, so we'll just maybe do it together. (laughs) She's going to have We love Chrissy. No, I'm just busting your balls. I live to bust Chrissy's balls. I like ruin her life all the time. She calls me Jerry, which is like the name of some old prostitute that was on Dateline. We talked a lot about Dateline. I know. This is like, I know I asked you to stop talking about Vanderpump Rules just because like editing it is hard for me. Right. Because I don't understand what's going on. But we did talk a lot about Dateline in this episode. That's good. I've I've turned over a new leaf in 2015 and I promise to take a little Vander cleanse, if you will. (laughs) Dateline is much more serious television. I mean, it's like journalism. Yes. Do you know that Keith Morrison is Matthew Perry's uncle? Okay. What? Really? Wow. Yeah. Isn't that bananas? Did you know Lester Holt is like a really talented musician? He is. Yeah. Oh, good. I heard that. I kind of get bummed out when it's his Dateline, so I'm glad that he's good at something. Now you have like a little, <laughs> you have a little <laughs> thing, <laughs> little Lester Holt burn. I call him a Lester Holt. I know it's an easy shot, but I love it. Do you agree? Um, he's a little boring. I really wa- wish right now I could remember what the guy's name was who was 
um, like the report on scene reporter. Chris like Ransom? No. Oh. <laughs> it was it was Dateline on, on ID and it was a two parter. Ransom one you and know Ransom two. That's just regular two. Dateline cut up for ID, right? Yes. Okay. But Lester <laughs> Holt was the guy who was like this time on blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. But then there was another reporter who was doing all the interviews and stuff. Oh, no. Lester Holt does the intros. And then yes. there's another woman, that really pretty black girl that Derek has a crush on who does it yes. for own. That's his, like, girl. I think that's his, like, secret girlfriend. <laughs> Is, like, the sexy black lady who does the Dateline intros for own. I think his name was... <sighs> Something Mankiewicz. Oh, Chris Mankiewicz. Chris Mankiewicz. And he was interviewing these people like, so you followed the wrong phone? <laughs> so like, oh, then what did you do? He, that guy could not have cared less. Right. It was hilarious. I tweeted to him about it and he was like, I'm always like, whatevs. It was no, brilliant. Oh it was God. brilliant. Like hitting on you. That's disgusting. I feel like that's hitting on you and I feel he has perversions for you. <laughs> Maybe that will be another episode. I'm just of saying, I'm Dateline. this is America. I have free speech. I think he's perving on you. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. So don't sue me because you can't. Um, anyway, Christmas dinner. Oh, Christmas dinner. So we went to get China food, which is what I call the Chinese restaurant in the Americana. And China food. China food. I just call it China food. I don't know That's the, not name. the name. The, I'm not gonna talk about it with the name because they don't get free promotion on our podcast. Are you in in Glendale with this? Yeah, at the Americana. Oh, love it. And you it's, didn't go to 90214. No. no, it's the best Chinese food I've ever had in LA. It's alright in LA because LA is hard up for Chinese, which yeah. is surprising because yes. it's really good with sushi. It's really good with like all sorts of like different cuisines but Chinese is a bust especially compared to cities like New York and Boston yes. that have like large Chinese populations that know how to make this food it's yeah like, there's something like unique about East Coast Chinese takeout that yeah. you can't really find here it's really hard to find no and a lot of the Chinese here is like Chinese and donuts like it's all just yeah. like it's we order life. we order from a place pretty often because I love Thai food but they also have some Chinese stuff and we get orange chicken and what is that shit you get at the fair that's like Got uh, funnel cake. Funnel cake. Damn. Their orange chicken, mm, no good. joke, I think is funnel cake. I don't think it's actually chicken. That's awesome, girl. I want that. I'm like, what is this though? Mmm, that sounds good. What's Maybe it called? Nine two one four. No, that's a uh, crisp like crispy pork gang or something <laughs> like that. Okay. That's some okay. West Hollywood crispy shit. Pork gang. Okay. Uh, oh, continuing. So we went to get China food for the Please Advise Christmas dinner with Chrissy, Christina, Chrissy's dad, uh, Christina, and myself. And, you know, Chrissy, I'm constantly reminded that I'm getting old because whenever it's me and Chrissy, like Chrissy gets hit on and I'm always like, oh, okay, interesting. But not because I don't love Chrissy because I'm a narcissist. I'm always like, why, do, why does every guy Love Chrissy. Like, Uber drivers want to fuck Chrissy. It's because she's a beautiful girl. She's 24. Amazing hair. Amazing hair. Alabaster skin. Cute figure. Chrissy's the shit. So um, this guy immediately starts picking on Chrissy – or starts, like, picking up on Chrissy. Yeah. And, like – And my face is in the menu, so I'm, like, oblivious to everything. I'm just, like, looking at other options. His way to do it was to throw me under the bus every time. So he was, like, ready to order. Rude. She looks hungry. And I was like, oh, my God. And I immediately, I was like, I don't look hungry, actually. Like, I'm very weirded out that that was your choice of, like, words. Okay, so just so you guys get, like, a visual on this guy, he was about six, six feet. 
Haven. I thought you were going to say he was six years old. No. He was about six. He was probably in his, like, mid to late 30s. Right. Um, blonde hair, like, late 90s mushroom style cut. Mm. Okay. I would say it was more of a Sandy Brown, but anyway. Okay. Well, but it, yeah. it was a mushroom with a weird part in the front. Yeah. Middle, he had a middle part. Lazy part, yeah. yeah. Um, a little bit of a tan. Right. Yeah. Muscular, but like not overly so. Probably so he's living in 2001. Right. Yeah. Perpetually. And like, like but like at a cell phone kiosk, but looking exactly the way he does now, not the way he looked in 1991. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like not like physically. Like he has to have this exact body and work at like the first Nokia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't even have cell phones then. It all started when we were ordering our drinks, actually, because I had ordered a Coke, right? And he's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. He writes it down, and I'm still looking at the menu. And then you're like, oh, I want a Diet Coke. And he's like, oh, we don't have Coke. And then, like, everyone starts looking at me. Because we thought he was kidding. Because he he paused. Yeah, it was like a pregnant pause. He took your order. Yeah. Yeah. So, Weird. And he and I was like, I'll just have a water. I'll just have a water because I wanted him to go away. He was very annoying. He hated me. Yeah. Hated me. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, point is, he completely like creeped us out. Over to the table, and I'm sitting there with my arms crossed, and I know that's a very defensive position, but I always do that because I have right. big boobs, and you know, I like to rest my arms on my boobs. <laughs> totally, I would it's do a that. Positive, yeah. big boob. <laughs> It's just like thing you, you can need, do like that a lot. I, it's comfortable. I don't, I don't have boobs, no, so I, don't do I that. he gestures towards me while I'm doing it, and he's just like, "Oh, I could tell that she's full because of the way that she's sitting with her arms crossed." And I'm just like, "No, dude, it's just the you're like, bitch, you don't know me." <laughs> he basically was you like, "Know the, me? Oh, you don't know God. my life." And then at one point, he legit like pulls up a chair to the table and like sits yeah. on it like backwards, yeah. like. Michelle no, he didn't do the backwards chair yeah. sit with the mushroom He's cut. Style, Michelle oh, Piper. good yeah. lord! And he like tried to talk to Chrissy, and he was like leaning it, and we were all just like so uncomfortable. Like we're clearly like three girlfriends out at the mall around Christmas. Like you don't know who we are. Like maybe we're her employer. Like maybe I mean we are Chrissy, and you're fired. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Anyway, um, he doesn't know who we are. It's completely inappropriate. And we were really conflicted about what to tip him because one, it is the holidays. Two, you know. Well, you guys know my thing about tipping. And Christine, and, and I agree Uh-oh. with Christina. I agree with Christina. I but I would have given that a passive aggressive 18. Per- I oh, I love your thing yeah. about tipping then because I, <laughs> yes, as someone who works in the service industry, no. 20%. Well, always, always, if or more. But I, but I do think that. Oh, yeah, like base is 20%. In a very, very, very bad scenario like that where I feel I'll do a passive-aggressive 18%. Yeah. I've gone as low as a 15 once, and but it, it was bad. It time getting our food. Like, we had our main courses before we had our appetizers. Like, we had ordered dumplings, right. and we were the only people in the restaurant. That's weird. Yeah. It was. He sounds... Really creepy. What did he awful. say about our dumplings? He's like, your dumplings are in the fryer. I wish that was a euphemism, but it's not. Probably could be. And he like walked away and we were like. Oh, and that's, and then we found out that he was like an Asian studies major, but that he yeah. like basically oh. was just a waiter at a bunch of Asian restaurants. He worked at a sushi restaurant for eight years. Do you remember? And yeah. so he studied a lot of like, and he said that he was like interested in Asian, Asian culture and was like going to school for it. And I was like. 
Don't you think if you show up to like a real Asian studies course and you tell them that you've just been working at like China food for the last eight years, they're going to be like, you're racist. Like what's wrong? Like what is your fetish, dude? Like maybe he thought Chrissy was half something and was trying to get in a little Asian poon. You guys got really close with this guy. No, unfortunately, we couldn't have looked more appalled. Like I just wanted to be alone we with my not, employees. No, I'm just kidding. It would be more obvious that we were not into ha- like continuing a conversation with him, but he kept trying to make it happen. And it was just so – it ruined our Christmas dinner for me. He ruined Christmas. He ruined Christmas. Yeah, but I do think that that was an important thing to happen to us because now we can share that yeah, wisdom was hop- happening we were like oh we got to talk about this on the podcast everyone knows something goes weird at the company christmas party every year and we weren't drinking so it wasn't going to be any of us there was yeah. really only one option maybe he was drunk he probably was maybe he's has a drug problem and he was like he's shooting up in the back cocaine right now Oh, I, t- I called him Tex because he was wearing a huge belt buckle. Okay. Ew. Wait. I Ew. I love that you're oh, acting like you're God. just remembering this when you probably like fucked him here at this apartment <laughs> last night. You were like, Nick, I need the place for a few hours and like just like straddled him on the Ikea couch like fucking raw dog. No, I do guys with middle parts. This guy's physical description is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Please tell me his he had a big belt buckle on yeah. for the love of God. Was he also wearing like boot cut jeans? Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Fuck. So, like, well, not even. OK, like I would guess a slight. A, a slight, slight boot? boot cut. Yeah, a slight boot cut with the. Oh God, but it the was hair. like. Yeah, it was too. There was not a hip thing about. Him. No. Ew. Very uninteresting. Very in my territory. I'm very worried that this guy exists and, like, lives a life. People know him. He interacts with people on a daily basis. Don't not, – not for that. Nope. So I guess my free advice would be don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Be aware. If you're a waiter, just, like, be aware that – if you're anyone on this fucking planet, <laughs> just be open your goddamn aware. oblivious ass eyes. If you're moving in a public space, you don't own it. If you're moving in your apartment, sure, spend all night. But you're still renting that. You don't own totally. it. So even in that case, you should also be aware. Unless you bought that house. Fuck you. Oh, Derek just texted me. Happy one day away birthday. You guys, it's my birthday on one day. Well, not when this airs, but I'll share this with you now. I'm not uh, embarrassed of, oh, my God. Ed's cousin just gave birth. The whole world's exploding with fun right now. Be aware. Open your oblivious Oh, my God, it's Elvis' birthday. Sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm just excited for Ed. All right. Well, Ariana, thank you for being here. Loved you. Like, just please come back. Thank you, guys. I'll come back, like, whenever. Please. And I want you to write a book. And I'm just going to put that out there for you in 2015. I think that you have a really good book in you. Not about the show. No, of course not. I think that you have like a real voice. And I think you'd be good at that. I would love to do that. You have If only I could figure out what the fuck it would would be about. Girl, if you have an agent or anything like it, you could get a meeting tomorrow. They would fucking piss their panties. I've written some sketches. Yeah. But that shit's short. 
But that it'll at least show your sense of humor to the publisher and they'll help you. Someone will help you hammer out your idea. These books are not like, do you think Sandy Glanville wrote a fucking Lena Dunham style 300 page proposal? Like, I'm pretty sure they were like, okay, so like you want to. Okay, so like what are you known for? Yeah. Being a slut who drinks. Like, that's her thing. So write a book about it. So she wrote a book about it. Um, I'll work on that. I'm proud of you. Um, proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. Aww. Very proud of you guys. Um, I love y'all. Bye. <laughs>